Yep. Going bananas is not my thing. It's my mind's thing. Get that right. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god sorry sorry my voice i like to think of myself as a fairly normal person sure i laugh a little too loudly utilizing too much of the wide mouth angles i agree i use gestures a little too aggressively enough to supplement the workings of a wind energy turbine and yes I react to my favorite songs with a little too much vigor, enough to call a five meter safety radius on the dance floor. But despite all that, I'm fairly normal. Except for one thing. One thing that has to do with my mental faculties. Now wait, not the faculties of the intelligence kind. I think I'm doing pretty okay with those in most areas of my life except when I have to learn some physics, quantum physics especially. The thing I'm talking about has to do with the feelings and emotions faculties. I have a couple of X-files when it comes to those. All signs and symptoms from a few years back point to the disorder that loves affecting those faculties. It's the disorder that's come to be known with this one word, bipolar, or with this other hyphenated one, Manic depression. I used to call myself bipolar up until a few months ago when I chose to stop. I realized that I didn't want to label myself too much with the word, let alone specify that I have bipolar 2 version of the symptoms. I would much rather describe my issues rather than tie them up with a pretty label. For some reason, I feel I can deal with them much better without including the permanency of a name. And no name means it can morph into something else. Something that can work with me and not against me. Something that is not looked at as some strange illness. One of the descriptors that comes with my mind's predicament is that it sometimes... <coughs> sorry. That I sometimes go bananas. This is code for the times when my mind flips a switch and sends me into a totally weird direction without warning. Okay, that's a lie. I do get warnings. The only problem is that they never come in bright lights and blaring sounds. They are usually silent, colorless, and odorless. The only way I've been able to notice them is through mindfulness. Meditation has made me more aware of these warnings. It has certainly not made me better at acting upon them, but it's helped me in noticing them. There have been times when I've seen the warning signs recognized what they were trying to say, and then swiftly chosen to ignore them. That's because my mind still has a very strong grip on me and my actions. By saying mind, I mean my negative thoughts, my biological imbalances, my neurotransmitter deficiencies, my mood cycles, all that stuff. I don't choose to go bananas, trust me. I really try hard not to head over to crazy land. And since I'm biased towards meditation way more than I am towards medication, this trying is going to take a while. I'm going to have to listen in on the warnings a little closer. I'm going to have to try much harder to avoid that banana frenzy. That and the nutcase shenanigans as well. 
It's the reason why I've bumped up my meditation minutes from a random four or five to a clear-cut 20. I will up the dosage if I fall into another mindless, going bananas trap. It's a battle I'm still on, and I'm going to need your help in it. You can't exactly fight the battle with me, but you can help me see the signs. You can help me notice when my mind is taking too much control. You can help bring back the real me whenever this happens. I know it's going to suck for you at times, and I'm sorry in advance. It will surely suck for me too, especially during the downturns. Those ones don't just suck, they are brutal, to the point of being life-threatening. The other really sucky time is on the way up when I realized just how bonkers I was towards you or someone else during my Down in the Valley episodes. Again, I'm sorry. It's such a steep learning curve. As steep as the mysterious ups and downs of my cyclical moods. I've heard it being said that being a manic depressive was meant to be an evolutionary advantage millions of years ago. That's why it was never phased out. Personally, it's not exactly an advantage in this day and age, but I choose to see it in that light. I see it as survival for the mindfulest. Yeah, I just made that up. Of course, there are two sides to the coin of advantage. I love it when I'm in my hypomanic states. My brain works superbly fast. It has so many ideas. I feel so creative. There's no way I'd want to lose that. The other side of it all is the one I'd wish to get rid of. It torments me so much. But it's all part of the same coin. Both sides are impossible to separate. So I choose to see it all as an evolutionary advantage. Not one that allows me to survive better, but one that is forcing me to evolve. Who else gets to have such crazy encounters with their minds and learns to work with it as much as people like me do? Yes, my going bananas makes me scary and volatile sometimes. It also makes me strong and unique. It's not my thing. It's my mind's thing. But I choose to own it. I'm owning it all so that none of it is separable from me. It's my pain. It's my gain. It's my description. It's my inscription. I usually think of myself as a fairly normal person. But my mind of centeredness makes me anything but that. And I'm okay with that. It's good to know that my lifelong aversion of anything ridiculously normal, whether in actions, clothes, skills, choices, or activities, was a reflection of the beautiful eccentricities of my mind. Thanks for listening. See you later.